Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alvaverde. What's up Florida fans and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show we will continue our series looking back on the greatest football teams in school history. We will discuss the 1991 Florida Gator football team with former UF quarterback Shane Matthews. He and I will look back on the first 10-win season in school history, the first official SEC championship, and some of the memorable games and moments from that fall. Here is my conversation with Shane this week. We're now joined by former Florida quarterback Shane Matthews to discuss the 1991 Florida football team, the first ever 10-win team in school history and the first official SEC champion. Shane and I will discuss some of the highlights from that season, the memories that I know Florida fans still remember so fondly. Shane, thanks for joining us on Locked on Gators. How's it going, my friend? I appreciate you uh, asking me, Zach. Glad to be here. Absolutely, man. I think anytime we can talk about the great teams of the past, it's uh, nostalgia for Florida football fans and that 91 team that was the team that really took Florida to that next level but obviously you guys did it in 1990 as well and Spurrier still always recognizes that championship that y'all won even though it wasn't official before we talk about the 91 season all that y'all accomplished how did everything that happened in 1990 the bar that you guys set how did that kind of carry over into 91 well I think you know that that team in 1990 is very near and dear to Coach Spurrier's heart because it was his first team here. We win nine games. Uh, we win the SEC, but we're not crowned champs. But we uh, kind of set the tone for Florida football in the Spurrier era. And a lot of great seniors on that team, you know, helped lay the foundation with the coaching change. But, you know, his philosophy was, you know, Florida, we expect to win. Florida's always had great teams for whatever reason, couldn't find ways to win championships. And, we had to find ways to win uh, important SEC road games, and we kind of set that tone in 1990. For sure, and obviously um, some special moments that season. But you guys were the best team in the SEC, but you didn't get to get that officially crowned. How did that carry over and give you guys motivation going into 91? Because as you know, Shane, you guys were one of only three teams in school history to go through the whole season undefeated in league play. I mean, you guys were 7-0 in 91. Yeah, you know, we got rings and everything. It's that first in the SEC, and, and we all know how Coach Spurrier thrives on winning championships. You know, he always says you can't take money to your grave, but you can take championships to your grave, and it's very true. Uh, that's why 90 was so important to him. But it kind of got us prepared because we had a lot of guys returning on that 91 team, and we, we thought we could make a run, and, and we did. We made We won the first ever official SEC title in school history, and that was a tremendous football team. We only lost twice that entire year. We got bombarded up in the Carrier Dome against Syracuse. It kind of started off on a bad note, and we couldn't stop the option that day. And then, obviously, we lost to Sugar Bowl, which we hadn't been in there in I don't know how many years. And we just we came out ready to play, but we sputtered around. Notre Dame had a good game plan. We should have won that game, but we didn't. It was a tremendous football team with a lot of good players in 91. You guys played Tennessee at home, and one of the low points in that 90 season obviously was the loss at Tennessee. How jacked were you guys to play the Vols in the Swamp, and how big was that win for Coach Spurrier to, to kind of get that against the rival? Well, that was a huge game. 
you know, we pretty much dominated them at home. Previous year, as you mentioned, we lost 45 to 3, I believe, you know, but it was 7 to nothing in 1990, and we're driving right before halftime. And uh, Kirk Kirkpatrick runs a corner route. He's wide open, and I, I threw a good ball to him, and I think it's the only ball he probably dropped in a game in his entire career. So we had to settle for a field goal and make it 7 3 going to half, and we hadn't played well. and you know, we're only down four going into half. We felt pretty good, and then we kick it off, and Dale Carter runs it back about 90-something yards, and, boy, snowball effect. So we, we had some turnovers here and there, and it just got ugly. But, yeah, we wanted some uh, payback against the volunteers, and uh, it was a tremendous atmosphere. I want to say it was a night game, if I remember. They had some tremendous players on that team, you know, the Dale Carters, Chuck Smith, the defensive line, but it was a huge win for us in 91. We're speaking with former Gators quarterback Shane Matthews. You guys go on the road and lose at Syracuse, and that was your only loss during the regular season. From that point on, you guys rolled. What did that loss do for the team, and and how were you guys able to bounce back in such a strong way from that point on? Well, it was a very disappointing loss. Uh, We went there very confident, and like I said, it was a very loud place to play, very unique place there at the Carrier Dome. And, you know, they ran a, a reverse on my opening kickoff, against us and Kirby Dardar went to the house and you know it was kind of an uphill battle uh we moved the ball pretty well on offense had a couple of turnovers here and I think I think I threw a couple of interceptions in that game but we couldn't have stopped their option it was just one of those games where we went on the road in a tough place to play at that time and and didn't perform well and I, I remember uh I can't remember if it was when we landed back in Gainesville it was the next morning about 5 a.m we had to run stadiums and Coach Spurrier was embarrassed. We were embarrassed. And, and not only just the players, but the entire coaching staff had to snake the stadium several times uh, because of our performance against Syracuse. That sent a message because you guys won eight games in a row after that. Was there a point in the season, Shane, when you realized that you guys had a chance to have a special run there towards the end? Yeah. We knew we were a good football team. We beat Kentucky at home to clinch the title. And that the celebration – with our fans on the field after that game was something you you know you'll always remember. And then the following week, beating FSU at home fourteen to nine in one of the the great games in that rivalry, uh, it, it was a tremendous year for us. I can't remember the different scenarios, but we were hoping to possibly have a chance to be able to play for the title. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, but back in those days. There wasn't a national title game. You know, somebody was playing in the Orange Bowl, somebody was playing the Sugar Bowl, you know, depending on where you rank and who you beat, then they vote on you. So we still thought we had a chance, but I I can't remember that year. I think Miami won the national title. I can't remember who they ended up playing, but we still thought we had a chance, but it didn't work out. And then you mentioned the game against Kentucky. How much buildup was there going into that game, knowing what it would mean if you guys got the win? We were jacked up, and I don't remember as much stuff as, like, Coach Furrier does. I mean, you can ask that guy a drive in 1992 against somebody, and he can tell you play-by-play. I want to say we we jumped out ahead of Kentucky 28 nothing. First four possessions, bang, 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 28 nothing, And then we just sputtered around. I think Pookie Jones was our quarterback. We couldn't stop him. And before we know it, it's late in the fourth quarter, and I want to say it was a tie ball game. And we get the ball back with about two or three minutes to go, and we have a drive. And it was a crucial third down in this drive. And 
we our protection broke down. They blitzed. I can't remember exactly what happened, but right as the guy was in my face, I released the ball to Eric Red on the check down, and he turns around, and the ball hits him. They hit him, and he falls forward for the first down. And that allow us – I can't remember if we go down and score to take the lead or we needed that conversion on third down to ice the game. Like I said, my memory is not as good as Coach Spurs. But it was a game we let Kentucky back in it, but it was still very exciting for us to win it and to be able to celebrate in front of our fans. We're speaking with former Gators quarterback Shane Matthews. Final couple things for you, Shane. Obviously, the emotions that came from that game – how tough was that turnaround to get ready for Florida State and kind of put all that behind you with your arch rival coming to town? Yeah, it was pretty tough. And then they were a very good football team. And uh, it was kind of a defensive battle. Third play of the game, I'm, I I get rolled up on in the pocket. It's my left knee and my right ankle. And, I mean, I, I can't even hardly jog off the field. And um, long story short, after that game, two days later, I had to have my knee scoped. But – Played the entire game, and, and the big play in that game, I scrambled out to my right, and my good old buddy, my high school teammate, Terrell Bucko, that played defensive back for them, for whatever reason, kind of got caught in between, thinking I was going to run the football for some reason, and Harrison Houston broke open and hit Harrison for about a 75-yard touchdown. And then um, big play at the end of the game by our defense. I think it was Will White knocking down a pass in the corner of the end zone. But that was a tremendous game to play in. And like I said, very physical, but, you know, anytime you can beat those guys, it's a good thing. I'll make you uh, feel old right here, but I was uh, a one-year-old baby in the stands when you guys beat FSU 14-9. One-year-old, <laughs> wow. That's funny. That's hilarious. Final thing for you, Shane, when we talk about the greatest teams in Florida football history, you get so many, they get brought up. But, again, you guys, along with the 95 and the 96 team, the only teams in school history to go through the conference slate and never lose a game. What type of stamp do you think that that left on, on Florida football and, and kind of set the standard for what was to come in all the years that followed with Coach Furrier? Well, I, I like to say, you know, obviously I, every kid's dream is to win a national title in whatever sport they play in, and, and I would have loved to have been able to play for one. Wasn't that, that opportunity wasn't there, but we did in my three years of playing quarterback. We won the SEC twice and almost got it my third year, my senior year, but – you know, I think not only myself, but all the guys that played on those first couple of Spurs coach teams, we feel like we laid the foundation from a winning attitude standpoint, going out and competing. We laid that foundation for the teams that followed, the, the Danny Werfel teams, the Rex Grossman, Jesse, Doug, that whole crew. We were a dominant program in Coach Spurs' 12 years here. And take nothing away from what, you know, the 84 and 85 teams at Florida did because they were tremendous as well. But I feel like the 90-91 teams kind of laid the foundation for Florida football, and then things got going, and then it just kind of picked up again when Urban was hired here. Appreciate Shane for his time and perspective, and that will do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. A lot of fun looking back on that 1991 team. On the next episode, we will take a look back at the 1995 and 1996 teams. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.